Hello, this is Daniel Vayon with Rustling Ratings Podcast. By the way, before I start in this episode, let me let everybody who listens to this know that I just started um, on commu- on the community app, and my community number. In case anybody wants to start texting me, is one three three seven three zero seven thirty three zero eight. Um, I'm still. I did email them to ask them how they can help me with a podcast. I'm still waiting. On an answer. On email from them. What I will do. Because I started doing this. I love to do this. With the pay-per-view tables. Ladders and chairs coming up. I thought I would talk about. The pay-per-view. Tables, ladders and chairs. First time doing that. Let me talk about the, um, give a breakdown of the, uh, the matches. The ladder match for the Unified Tag Team Titles, they had, they had, um, Big Show and Jericho had been Tag Team Champions since Chris Jericho picked the Big Show as his partner to replace Edge, who tore his Achilles tendon. And they beat Ted DiBiase Jr. and Cody Rhodes at Night of Champions. And, um, toward... I think closer to the fall, they started a rivalry against Triple H and Shawn Michaels. And they decided to make their tag team title match against, against, um, Triple H and Shawn Michaels. For the ladders, the ladder match. Because of not just Shawn Michaels' experience of the ladder match, but also Triple H's experience also. And Jericho coming up with the Money in the Bank match, at least in storyline, and his experience in that was perfect to put him in the Money in the Bank, um, not Money in the Bank, but in the ladder match. And then, they this was when ECW was still around on um, Sci-Fi. So, they were going to have the heavyweight title defended, probably also in a ladder match, for the ECW heavyweight title between Shelton Benjamin and Christian. 
and uh, he challenged Christian one week, knowing that there was nobody more deserving than Shelton Benjamin as his next um, challenger for his championship. He off he issued the challenge <clears throat> to Shelton Benjamin to be his um to be his opponent at TLC in a ladder match for the inter- for the ECW title and he accepted it right right away I really don't remember the other matches so I'm just going to read the read the um, backstory online. I think the first one was 2015. That was 2010, okay. Or 2009. So, this this rivalry between Jericho and DX was such a good, was such a big draw that they actually closed the show for the unified tag team titles and I really believe with all my heart that it was in a ladder match because that was um Shawn Michaels uh specialty they would always <clears throat> ever since his uh not just his ladder match against um Razor Ramon, which I think was not just at WrestleMania 10, but it was in the it was in house shows. So from that and from his um, ladder matches against Bret Hart, so he was considered the ladder match king before the Hardys, the Dudleys, and Edge and Christian even did it. So that's why that was perfect. So. This is Rustling Ratings, and so I want to read this because I really don't know all the, um, I really don't know what the rating is, but the buy rate is usually what people talk about. So, this was the first time, by the way, that Seamus was on Raw because he went from he literally went from ECW to Raw and earned the right to go against John Cena and I think they went against each other in a tables match at this event and it was when WWE Hall of Famer, the former Minnesota Governor Jesse Ventura, 
when he was a guest host on Monday Night Raw, on November 23rd edition of Raw, he had arranged an interpromotional breakthrough battle royal. And that's the battle royal that Sheamus won to earn a shot at the World Championship at TLC. Then they had qualifying matches that were held that night with each wrestler having the distinction of having held neither the WWE nor World Heavyweight Championship titles. The qualifiers were Kings Kofi Kingston defeating Dolph Ziggler, Sheamus defeating Finley, the team of Mark Henry, MVP, and R-Truth defeating Jack Swagger, Chris Masters, and Chavo Guerrero a six-man tag team match. Disagreeing with the Battle Royal concept, former world champion Ch- uh, Randy Orton attacked Primo and defeated Primo's intended opponent, Evan Bourne, to qualify. In the last qualifying match, the team of Legacy, Cody Rhodes and Ted DiBiase Jr., defeated the team of Crime Time, Shad Gosford, and JTG to qualify. In the main event, Sheamus won the Battle Royal, last eliminating Kofi Kingston and earning him the chance to face WWE Champion John Cena at TLC. A contract signing was immediately held when Sheamus attacked Cena, slamming him through a table. Declaring his preference of Sheamus over Cena, Ventura made the prospective match a tables match. And by the way, the reason he was a guest host on Raw was to promote his reality show called Conspiracy Theory. And Ventura also booked a tag match for the Unified Tag Team Titles at the TLC event, where the champions Chris Jericho and The Big Show would defend their titles against the team of Shawn Michaels and Triple H in a TLC match. Okay, so it's not just a ladders match. They added tables and chairs to this. Made it even more interesting. So, it was the way Shelton Benjamin earned the right to go against Christian was by defeating Zack Ryder on the... On the November 24th episode of ECW, in a number one contender match. And Christian then stated that it has been overlooked on recent pay-per-views, and he had challenged Benjamin to a ladder match. That's the full story right there, okay. Hmm. So now that I know November 23rd and November 24th, the outcomes of those matches, I mean of those shows, let me see 
if there is a website that talks about the ratings of those shows. Okay, so November 23rd. This was 2009. Okay. By the way, this pay-per-view is so popular... That it drew 220,000 buys. Hmm. And I think that's, that's big time. And, uh... Today, if they were to do traditional pay-per-view only, I don't know how many people would buy that. So that's why I say it's big time because it was so different at the time. So, it's supposed to be November 23rd, 2009. Okay. CM Punk talking in the ring. Okay. They have a movie trailer. They even had a movie trailer for The Marine 2 starring Ted DiBiase Jr. Spoke about Thanksgiving Mayflower melee match on this, uh, On this episode. Okay. All that, so, uh... Let's see. I didn't see... I didn't see any, uh... any, um, ratings, so I don't know how they put that up there, but, um, Yes, it is very difficult to find, um... Find ratings this far back. Okay. 
<clears throat> but what I am glad to see is what the storylines are and these or some I remember just watching it thinking it was a great um, show and storylines. So, that was Shree the rest of this. After, okay, November 27th episode of SmackDown. Before that episode happened, Rey Mysterio lost to Batista at Survivor Series. Um, and Batista then challenged the World Heavyweight Champion, The Undertaker. Batista was interrupted by Kane, who challenged him to a physical confrontation, which Batista refused. Then, on the actual episode of SmackDown, which was, a thing three nights after ECW, the two were pitted in a match against each other, with the winner receiving... Of a title match against The Undertaker at TLC. When outside of the referee's sight, Batista attacked Kane's knee with a steel chair, won the match by countout. Then it was announced a few days later that the title match would be a chairs match. Hmm. Then on December 4th, episode next week of SmackDown, John Morrison faced Drew McIntyre. In an exhibition contest. And John Morrison was the Intercontinental Champion, by the way. He faced Drew McIntyre. Which saw Drew McIntyre win. Later in the evening, McIntyre was awarded another match against, Mac against Morrison for his title. Um, and since bragging rights, Randy Orton and King Kofi Kingston had been in constant conflict over ever since Kingston prevented Orton's teammates from interfering in Orton's Iron Man match against John Cena for the title. This led to each captaining teams for a 5-on-5 five -five Survivor Series elimination match, which Kingston's team won. On the November 30th episode of Raw, Kingston was scheduled to wrestle Orton in a singles match, but was ambushed by Rhodes and DiBiase before the match began, and hence was, hence was too weak to offer a fair match with Orton. The following week, Raw guest host Mark Cuban booked Kingston into another match with Orton. With Cuban serving as guest referee, and costing Orton the match as the guest referee because he was still mad from the events at the 2003 Survivor Series where Orton performed an RKO on him. Cuban gave a fast count for Kingston's pin and gave him the win. Cuban then said the two were now tied and with one victory apiece in the match that would settle the score would take place at the TLC event. Then, as far as women's title goes, the December 11th episode of SmackDown, women's champion Michelle McCool was scheduled to defend her title against Mickey James at the TLC event. The two became close rivals when in November the two were made respective captains for opposing teams 
in a 5-on-5 Survivor Series elimination match at Survivor Series. Three days before Survivor Series, James was shown a video package fe featuring Michelle McCool performing a parody of Old MacDonald Had a Farm, calling her rival Piggy James, sending James into tears. I remember that. Still can't believe they went that far with it. At Survivor Series, James and Melina won the elimination match for their team as eliminating McCool. On the December 4th episode of SmackDown, James defeated Beth Phoenix and Natalya in a triple threat match to become the number one contender for the women's championship. Okay. So. The rest of this, I'll just watch and talk about. Hmm. So, landed right here, because I have to do, I have to talk about Survivor Series 97, which I forgot about. I have to redo that. Thank you, and goodbye.